You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I am your host, One Click Lindsay. Today, I'm going to interview Miss Lorraine Ball from Round Peg. So, interesting story is Lorraine and I met when I left a comment on her blog. I was doing some research for a customer, happened upon her blog, gave some really great information. And lo and behold, she commented back, we met up and she hosts a podcast, I host podcasts. So we ended up trading interviews. So I consider Lorraine now a a friend of mine. Uh, We run a very similar agency, and it's been really good to get to know her. And she's super duper smart. So you guys are going to love this episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. So if you want to check out her awesome blog, you can check it out at roundpeg.biz. So today we're going to be talking about user-generated content, all of the content creation that we study in the C for curiosity under the click technique. It can be a lot of work. And Lorraine is going to give us some helpful hints on how to get your users or your visitors or your fans to create content for you. So that's what today's interview is all about. And it's awesome. You're going to love it. So let's again, let me remind you a little bit about the click technique for anybody who's a new listener. So if you go visit us at theclicktechnique.com, there's a free five-day boot camp that you can sign up for that will walk you through my process of generating more traffic and leads for clients. So go make sure you check that out. Part of that is a private Facebook group that we can offer. My team and I will offer you support in generating traffic and leads. And so the click technique, every letter stands for something. Today's podcast falls under C for curiosity because you have to make people curious. You have to make the search engines curious or no one will ever come to your website. No one will ever land on your landing page and give you their email address or interact with you if they're not curious. So all of that is based on really awesome content. So it's really important for you to create great content. And again, Lorraine's going to give us a little hint on how to do that through users or fans or your tribe. So let's dive into today's interview. I think you guys are really going to like it. Oh, I heard a kitty. <laughs> that was Annie was saying hello. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey, Lorraine, welcome to the Traffic and Leads podcast. So excited to have you on today. Thank you so much, Lindsay. I am so excited to be here. Yeah. So tell me, tell the audience a little bit about what you do over at Round Peg. Wow. Um, on days when I'm not herding cats, because um, we have two full-time office cats, but who may or may not make an appearance in today's conversation. Um, but we are a digital agency. We work primarily with smaller companies doing everything from web design and social media to graphic design and um, email marketing. That's awesome. So you and I do something very similar um, and just so the audience knows, essentially, um, we met when I left a comment on Lorraine's blog. So I recommend you checking out her blog. She has a lot of really great information and we were able to connect. And I always find that it's really helpful. Like you don't consider people competitors. There are so many people to service 
that the more friends and partners that you can have that you can kind of like talk to and rely on, the better. Wouldn't you say, Lorraine? I absolutely. I love um, hanging out with other people that do what I do because sometimes I kind of geek out on some of this stuff. And like my husband and friends who aren't in the business really don't understand why I get excited about a new style Facebook ad. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I work. My husband works for me and he has not an entrepreneurial bone in his body. So poor little husbands of ours, right? They they do other things and we love them for it, but they're not they don't always understand what makes our world tick. And I think that's why it's so much fun to connect with other people that do what you do. I totally, totally agree. So today's topic, Lorraine, is going to be user generated content. Mm -hmm. Do tell us. Do tell the audience what what we're talking about when we say that. Okay, so there is an old adage in business that if you really want to grow your business, you can do it with other people's money, OPM. And the reason you do that is because with that boost of capital, you can spread your message and, and reach more people and do more things faster. And so when it comes to content marketing and content generating, I think that same strategy of OPM, other people or OPC, other people's content works. And I'm not talking about sort of scraping content and, and plagiarizing, but really tapping into other people for sources of information and insight and suggestions and having them contribute to your marketing. I mean, these podcasts are a great example. We're sort of sharing information, but even beyond networking with other people, soliciting information from the people that know and love you, your customers, really helps you expand your message and reach a wider audience. I love it. So how do we go about doing that? Well, there are so many different ways to do it. In And I think, you know, people sometimes miss the obvious. Ask questions. When people do have a business interaction with you, send them a follow-up email. Ask them for a testimonial. Ask them for feedback. Ask them for recommendations. The people that know and love you will be very happy to do that. And that's really, when you think about sites like TripAdvisor and Angie's List and Hotels.com, We've come to rely on those when we're looking for service providers, the companies that actively solicit those reviews and that kind of content and have a strategy for collecting that are the the ones that you tend to gravitate towards. You're not going to look at a company that has three reviews. You're going to look at a company that has 30 reviews. So do you, so are you saying, are you saying like for your clients and stuff like that, it's very important for you, like um, that you are able to set up a system where people are leaving you reviews on Facebook and on Google or or are you asking them to like write blog posts or like how serious are you getting as far as asking people to generate content for you? So I think it varies depending on the business. At a minimum, you should be asking for reviews on Facebook and Google. Um, and the reason it's so important there particularly, let's say, Google, is because the reviews actually raise the authority of your website. When Mm -hmm. someone is looking for a business like yours, not only do human beings value reviews, but search engines do. And that's a really easy thing. We have 
for a lot of our heating and air conditioning clients, we create a standard email that goes out right after the job is completed. Thanks so much for inviting us into your home. If you have any questions, make sure you call the office and, and talk to Shirley or Bob or whoever. And by the way, if you had a good experience, please tell others. And we rotate. And sometimes we'll have a link to Yelp or Google Plus or mm. Facebook. We don't try to, we don't, we, we found that if you put too many different links in the email, people get overwhelmed. They don't know what they're supposed to do. But if you kind of rotate, and one time you do a link to Google and the next group you do a link to Facebook, you actually get more interactions. So I love it. I love it. So that's kind of step one. That's really basic stuff. Um, another thing that you can do is uh, use social media contests, promotions, or just ask questions. Um, Jimmy Fallon does this a lot. and He does it on Twitter. He throws out a question and he tells people that if he likes the answers, they might end up in his monologue. So he'll ask a question on Twitter and he'll get all of this interaction. And then his writers can comb through all of that content and find a couple of things that are just really funny or great. And he can build on that. Mm -hmm. um, another example was the movie um, Fault of Our Stars. They wanted to have in the movie trailer, they wanted it to look like a teenage girl's bulletin board. Well, a bunch of 20-something men in Hollywood have no idea what to put on a teenage girl's bulletin board. And so what they did was the producers actually asked people to submit kind of notes and pictures and things that sort of summed up how they felt about the book. And you watch this opening video and it is so authentic and it is so genuine and you can't fake authenticity. You can't create that level. You can't create that level of emotion and impact and realism uh, the same way that that real people can. And so those are two really great examples of people. And they just did it because someone asked them to. There wasn't a reward. There wasn't a prize other than a thank you and maybe a chance to be included in uh, a TV, a TV spot or in the video. I love it. It reminds me. That's funny. It reminds me of. So I run two podcasts. I run the Traffic and Lead podcast that you're on. And I also run one called the PDX Small Business Network podcast for people here in Portland. And it's literally that it's. I don't really want to blog about Portland because I'm not uh, I'm not great at writing. I can definitely do it, but I'm more gifted at like speaking and talking to people. So I get users to come on the show like small businesses here in Portland and have them basically I like they generate blog posts for me essentially because we record it. Then I do show notes and voila, there I have a there I have really cool user generated content like you're talking about. And it's and it's very real and it's very believable and it goes off in directions that you might never have imagined. Um, Legos did a contest. They were rolling out. I'm sorry, it wasn't Legos. It was it was something else. They were they were rolling out and asked people to come up with uses for for, for the, this Lego kit. And so people created. One person built a giant. Um, iPhone case and somebody else built a desk model and they took all these pictures and submitted them 
And then Legos used it in the rollout of their new kit. Dove Soap did a great contest a few years ago. Basically, you you went to their Facebook page and you basically entered, I think my mom is beautiful because. And you typed in an answer and then you tagged your mother or your sister or your friend. And then that note appeared on their page. And so they had this lovely testimonial that was like, I think my mother is beautiful because. I love it. And then it, it went viral because then the mother might share it with her sister, who might share it with her daughter, who might share it with her best friend. And guess what? Dove soap was attached to every one of those posts. I love that. That is so awesome. Um, one thing I did want to bring up that I wanted to highlight is based on your previous tip, which was get those testimonials is you obviously have a very nice system that you implement with your clients. And I think like that is something really important is that you have to have these systems in place because you just randomly asking people for testimonials really isn't effective. No, I mean, it never hurts to ask, but you know, we all get busy. There's so much going on that you forget and really, when you need it most, that's, I think, when systems really help is when mm-hmm. you are busiest, it allows you to focus on the things that you do. So we use, um, you know, we're a solution provider for constant contact. So we set up an autoresponder. So all we have to do is drop email addresses into the auto response program and the campaigns get sent out. I love it. I love it. All right. What else can you tell us about user generated content? Uh, or did I, did I already ask you everything you know? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, I think that um, there's uh, contests are another way. That's kind of a nice way to sort of ratchet it up. If you're looking for maybe a higher quality of content or Thinking about contests in two phases, so I'll I'll give you an example. We were working with an optometrist, and he ran a contest. All you had to do was share a photograph of your kids wearing a pair of glasses. And we got about 90 people enter. And he was okay with the results, but he was a little disappointed. And I said, no, you don't understand. That's phase one. Now we're going to ask people to vote. And the prizes were amazing. There was a helicopter ride. There was a chance to ride in a Zamboni machine at the hockey game. They they were really great prizes. So what happened was every mom went to all of her friends and the aunts and the grandparents and anybody she knew walking down a street and asked them to vote for her kid. And in order to vote, you had to give us your email address and your zip code. I love it. We got probably 12 or 1300 votes. And when we screened out grandma in Poughkeepsie or down in Florida, we still had over 900 valid email addresses in his market. That's Crazy. That is so, uh, what a great idea. I'm sitting here thinking, ooh, how can I implement that for multiple numbers of my clients? So that is, that's a great tip. I love it so much because I think while people, you know, opting in for an irresistible offer or these, you know, opt-ins definitely works and is totally awesome. Like coming up with something really creative, like you just said, 
uh, can definitely help people build their email list for sure. Uh, well, and I'll give you one more that was very, very similar um, uh, that actually was used by a nonprofit. The Humane Society here had a contest for the most beautiful cat and the most beautiful dog. And to enter your pet, you had to make a $25 donation to the Humane Society, which Love it. You know, if you're an animal lover, that's not bad. And and we actually entered Benny, our office cat, because he was yeah. a... Why Benny? Why Benny over Clyde? Well, because Benny was a rescue kitty. So he came from oh, the Humane Society. Okay. Yep. That makes sense. Um, but then you had to get people to vote for your cat or your dog. And for them to vote, I think it was like five or ten dollars. I think it was five dollars to vote. So, you know, we got out there and we promoted it and we invited, you know, friends of the company and my family to vote. And Benny didn't win, even though we think he's the prettiest. But they raised hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And that was really what they were looking for. But it was a great way using user generated content. It wasn't just pictures of pretty obscure animals. This was my cat. And if he won, he was going to be the featured kitty on their annual holiday calendar. I love it. That is so awesome. So, I mean, there's all sorts of ways I think to do this. Um, one of the things that you have to be prepared for is that when you do contests or when you ask people to create content, you have to be prepared for a wide range of things that may happen. Um, and I'll tell you one more funny story was um, I had been invited with a group of people to the uh, Indianapolis 500 uh, to be on a social media team. And so we're at the track and we're touring and there was a sign that they had set up that said, you should take a selfie here. But the sign fell over and it was laying on the ground. So instead of standing the sign up and taking a picture in front of it, my friend and I laid down on the ground and took a selfie on the ground and, and tagged ourselves. And then somebody else took a photograph of us laying on the ground. This was not what they had intended, but that was probably one of the photos that got the most, other than some of the car photos, some of the most interaction in and around the track that day. So you have to kind of be prepared that people are going to go off in different directions. I love it. Yeah. Which, you know, the, I guess it doesn't much matter because as long as people are talking and doing stuff, like, like that's good, right? Yes. Yes. And, and that was it. And, you know, and that they're having fun. And um, I think the big thing is to remember that social media is about ego, that people share content because they want to be noticed. And True. so by simply acknowledging them, saying thank you, liking, sharing and retweeting the content that your fans are generating increases the chances that other people will play along, too. I love it. Wow. What a great, you gave us so much great information on this episode. Before I let you go, young lady, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Please tell us again how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. The easiest place to find me is on our website at roundpeg.biz, www.roundpeg.biz. And if you are interested in uh, other podcasts only after you finish listening to this one, of course, check out more than a few words wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I love it. Thanks for being a guest on the show today. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. There you have it, folks. Another great episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Remember, if you like this episode of the podcast, feel free to leave us a review on my Facebook, on our Facebook page, my, our, you know, you know what I mean, on our Facebook page or on iTunes or anywhere that you're listening to your awesome podcast. We'd really appreciate any feedback you have. Make sure you visit us at theclicktechnique.com to get signed up for that free five-day boot camp. And finally, if your business is just not generating the traffic and leads that you need, you want help with pay-per-click, Facebook ads, driving traffic, irresistible offers, funnels, email sequences, guess what? Trafficandleads.com. That's what we do. That's what we specialize in. So make sure you reach out to see how we could help you and your small business. And make sure to tune in next time when we have another great episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Until then, I'm One Click Lindsay with Trafficandleads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm-hmm.